welcome to You Chew in the Back, your comic media guides. I'm Zach. And I'm Richie. And here we are. We're on our holiday episode 8 episode. That is right. Happy holidays to all of you. Thanks for taking the time and watching a film with us. Uh, we're watching The Great Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. And you may be like, oh, I don't remember that being a ton of Christmas stuff in there. This bad boy released on uh, December 25th in 1993, way back. Way in the back. Which wow. hurts me to say that that's way back, but that it's might crazy. as well be ancient history at this point. Crazy. So why don't we get into the tales of the tape? Directors, yes. Eric Rodmonsky, and of course Bruce Timm, mm, starring yep. the impeccable, the one and only, the best Batman ever been, Kevin Conroy. Yep. The very same on the other side with uh, Joker and D Donna Delaney as oh, our yeah. uh, protagonist or antagonist, that is. Yep. Um, music I wanted to point out quickly because we'll hear it very soon yeah. is uh, Shirley Walker, who uh, just kills it. Great. Um, yep. This released, as I said before, December 25th, 1993. Its budget was $6 million. Its box office take home as a flop one of our oh. rare flops here is 5.6 million that's crazy um there's several reasons for that but we'll get into that later I'm before sure, yeah. that zach why don't you take us back in time all right on this date december 25th 1993 if you were headed to see this movie you might be listening to the hit song hero by mariah carey oh, okay uh if you wanted to um this probably had something to do with maybe a little bit of the box office but the other movies on this weekend that were out are Steven Spielberg, Schindler's List, and Jurassic Park. Oh boy. Are out at the that same might, time as this. Uh, might be a problem. <laughs> at, at the same time as this. And on this date in history, uh, Pierre Victor Auger, the French physicist, dies. Hmm. Well, there you go. Another. Um, uh, interesting take in 1993. We are going to break now our system of tickets. Yes. For those of you new to the podcast, our ticket system is our grading system. So yes. one being a ticket that's just for Zach and I. We think that obviously this isn't for the masses. It's really truly just for the niche that love almost everything. Yep. And then there is uh, five tickets where we think this is for everybody. Yes. You just bring anybody in. Um, everyone should see this movie. So yes. with that in mind, Zach, how many tickets are you buying? Um, I'm going to give this one five tickets. Ooh, I'm going to give top. this one five tickets. Uh, love this. We'll get into it, but I think this is a perfect Batman tale. Um, I am with you, my friend. This is a five from me as well. Uh, yes, it's nostalgic. Yes, I'm a fanboy. Yes. All of those actually hurt a film because I'm actually trying to uh, critically analyze a ton of the things, and this thing... Uh, just hits a grand slam for me in every way. I think it's gotten better as it's gotten older. In I my cannot opinion. wait. Let's get into this theater and start it up. Let's do it. Hit play now. All right, here we have the classic Warner Brothers, the one that Richie and I grew up on with yes. the uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon right here. Popping right out. Yep. Um, and... Now, this is great. As Richie said, this happened in between seasons one and two of the animated series. Yes. So you don't need to watch the animated series to enjoy this film, but it just gives you a little bit of time so that, you know, you can kind of sense where they're coming from. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of behind-the-scenes things going on in this film, uh, which makes it a really great episode for this podcast. Yes. But it... You just have got to hear the score here. Just it's dropping great. the hammer. Oh, very like uh, Hunt for Red October. Very mm -hmm. 90s. That, you know, very 
Yes, love it. Yes, the choir at the time is um, chanting the made-up names of Danny Elfman. Okay. And mm-hmm. of um, uh, someone else, and I'm... I hate that I'm forgetting their name, uh-huh. um, but it is their names backwards. Oh, gotcha. That's what they're okay. just, they're That's just chanting. That's awesome. But again, uh, now we get to see, uh, this is going to be early uh, animation and CGI mixed in. Um, Andrea Romano, the great um, voice uh, cast uh, director for DC, who's done all the animated shows, uh, a lot of the movies. So good. Um, this was originally planned to be a direct-to-video release. Warner Brothers gave Mask of the Phantasm a theatrical release, condensing the production into a strenuous eight-month schedule. The film was produced by Warner Brothers Animation and was released through Studios Family Entertainment. Um, after they got their $6 million uh, advancement, they that's what gave you that really awesome CGI scene yeah, yeah, early in the 90s. Like sure. That still holds up today. Yes, it does. Let's just talk about the stunning artwork. Love Everything it. basically from the animated series is here in full yep. bloom. Um, it both looks old, but also not because it's mixing in um, all different eras. There's mixtures of 50s, 40s, 60s, and 80s. All of that's mixed in. They did that in the show. They do that in this movie. And I think it really works. I think it just makes it a timeless quality. Um, watching this again now in 2023, it feels like, uh, you know, it just feels like a classic great Batman tale. Love that costume. Uh, everything... The amount of love I'm I'm actually going to try to pull back. Sure. How much I want to say, uh, how well this is done. But yeah. So I think this animation and this action is is top notch. It Again, is important is... to note that this animation is still classic animation style with yes. cells and things like that. Hand drawn animation, all that. But they're giving you an awesome action scene right up at the top of this movie, and it's all hand drawn. So that's uh, that's very cool. Uh huh. Uh, love the yeah, little there. I've never seen that, but I would love to see more bridges across buildings, just, like in Gotham City. Just that City. sky high is great. I love yeah. It. Oh, here, here we go. Here's the phantasm. This is a bit of a kind of what you get to see that they took it one step further, right? They took it in a dark manner, um, and uh, the phantasm is the exact. Uh, it shows you we're not in the same playhouse as maybe the animated series you were exactly. watching. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and again, this was a brand new um, character made for this movie. Uh, they did base the story off of Year, year two. two. Yes. Correct. But um, this is a uh, her the character design of Phantasm is actually uh, the Reaper. Yes, yes. From Year Two. But they just but they added their own spin and they're making you know their own kind of uh, tale here, which I really enjoyed. And I think this is a great villain. It's really funny because um, as of this recording, this villain didn't show up into comics until just really recently. Correct. They actually um, added this villain into the series of kind of basically what we call now the Bruce Timverse. Um, uh, they actually uh, added uh, this character into the epilogue episode in Justice League Unlimited. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's the great. only other place you'll you'll find the Mask of the Phantasm. Yep. And then uh, Tom King recently in Batman and Catwoman just brought the character into the modern DC universe, which I find really cool. But it is kind of crazy that it didn't take till now for somebody to do that. I think it's a great character design. Um, yes. If I had, my, if I'm gonna nitpick, and I have to to yes. get anything wrong with this, um, I would have named uh, uh, 
I guess hopefully this is not the first time you watch this because it is kind of a mystery, but we're sure. going to spoil yes, a lot. Yes. So like the mask of the phantasm is Andrea Beaumont. Yes. And, um, I would have preferred her name to be, uh, Julie, uh, okay. to reference Bob Kane and Bill Fingers early love interest of Julie, who was, uh, that's Batman's uh, fiance. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that makes, I can see but that's that. a critique. Sure. I still love the idea of Andrea Beaumont. I can actually just kind of lean into that. Sure. Um, the voice actor here um, is the actor who played Ellis in Die Hard. Uh-huh. Um, he's the one who's doing the voice here. And, again, one of the things you may hear, we're going to say this, uh, I'm going to say this a lot throughout my notes, is um, this is back in the day. This was a kid show. There's money laundering, there's politics, <laughs> yes. there's guns, there's killing. It is, uh, right now, in current time, the big kid movie that's coming out is um, Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. Okay? This is very different feel than Paw Patrol. Very much. And I think it's why I'm so jaded as an adult. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, watching this, I was like, yeah, look at this. But um, Alfred is great in any iteration, but watching this movie just makes me... There was me... no reason for them to take this it, this seriously, you know? Yes. Uh, Dana Delaney, she's... Great voice uh, actress unbelievable for this. in this beautiful voice. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about voice acting a lot, and obviously yes. uh, we've said it before. We'll say it again. All hail Andrea Romano, yep. the voice uh, casting and director of yep. this film and the animated series, and went on to just make about any. If yeah. you ha- if there's a cartoon movie you like from the '90s to even even the late to, 2000s, yeah, yeah. Uh, most she likely she was that, in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, and now uh, you're going to talk about uh, voice acting Kevin Conroy. Um, we just got to talk about it. Like even this scene when I wrote in here, he's just killing it because he has to play Bruce Wayne differently than Batman. And he has to do it with his voice, not with his face. Yes. And, I, just, yeah. I can't, I can't do this already. I thought I was prepared. I've watched this movie three times. just funny uh but again very much uh, into the bruce wayne and i was also watching this thinking about if you've never seen a batman story how would this go down and i think this is a fantastic um primer to batman if you've never watched any of the movies if you've never read any of the comics if you're an alien from another world and you're like why do people care about this batman i think this is a great place for anybody to start Mm mm-hmm because everything is, um, is well, here. And you said that they came off of year two. They actually use year one and year two, which sure, yeah. is iconic or ironic because both actually, because uh, it's actually between the first and second seasons of the animated series, which is, which is one and two. Yes. Uh, but again, uh, we're getting some interpersonal relationships here. Uh, Bruce. You can you, shove it up your ass. Yeah, I love, I love that. I, I was movie, like, ooh, great. yeah, that's. <laughs> you know um, where to stick it. And the other thing that we've talked about before, if you haven't listened to our um, Heart of Ice episode, uh, one of the things they did for the animation of this show and this movie is that they used black paper instead yes. of white paper. Uh-huh. And that may be a small little thing, but once you see what they did, adding all the lights and the textures... Every texture is on point in this film. Um, and that's helping because they didn't need to add the black and the dark and the shadows. That was already there. They had it to was... create the light of exactly, it. Exactly, yes. Um, a lot of flashbacks in this movie. That's another reason Which why I think it's great. Which is where year one comes yep. in. Yep. 
this is the few times that they really dive into the Batman psychosis. Yes. Um, in the animated film, they really bleed into it. And how the love of his life and um, new villain is um, very much like him. They both have really eccentric relationships with their past parents. Yes, yes. And this is so good. I just, I love this movie so much. Um, Let's see here. Let's go into a note I have. Um, Speaking of spoilers that I kind of gave away at the, I wasn't the first to give it away. And if it makes you feel any better, most people that watch this film already knew the ending to it. I was going to say, even as a kid, I knew that they they tried to do this misdirect thing. And I think that's the only thing in this movie that doesn't work is the misdirect. Well, and not only that, but Kenner, um, the toy company, had actually won the rights to produce the action figures for this, which is what you do with kid films. And uh, they actually put out all the designs in a magazine. Of course. One featuring the Mask of the Phantasm unmasked. As Andrea Beaumont. Of course, So most all kids knew that she was the villain going into the movie. Yeah, but that doesn't doesn't hurt it, because I don't think that that, the movie, I think, does a really good thing of not making the misdirect the main point. It's making the relationship the main point. And so that's why it still works, even though um, you may have been spoiled already if you haven't seen this, but it's not the point of the movie, at least not for me. Love that line of dialogue. So much Bruce Wayne right there. Uh, Line of dialogue you bring up. Let's talk about the writer. The great legendary Paul Dini. Love him. Um, Paul Dini is... Harley Quinn. Yep, creator of Harley Quinn. Just, if there's one human being that I can't express, um, Paul Dini to me was um, basically the uh, Filoni or Kevin Feige before they existed. Yes. It, it was someone that understood the assignment, understood yep. who the character was at all angles, and knew how to put them in new situations or even old situations updated in a way that you never lost um, who they were as a core. No. Um, really great uh, comic book if you're listening to this, so you want to check out no. more about Paul Dini, is One Dark Night. One Dark Night will bring up a lot because it's actually uh, very much a part of this film. He wrote it during this film. Uh, Paul had become kind of legendary as a writer. Yes. Um, one of the first kind of rock star cartoon writers of yep. all, like, never happened before, but he got a ton of money from Warner Brothers. This was a $6 million film. Yeah. Um, he was living the top of his life, and in the middle of this, he's mugged, actually, yep. at a few few places away from his home. Yep, mugged, beaten up, um, brutally beaten up, yes. and... Uh... It, and he has to kind of come back to his life and his terms with why he loves Batman. And it's a great story. That is so. that is the story of One Dark Knight. Yeah, it's great. I suggest it to anyone. Absolutely. Especially if you're a fan of the animated series. Yep. Um, you love Paul Dini if you don't know his name. Yes, exactly. Um, love this. Again, um, it is part of the Batman mythos. But again, I also feel like uh, Christopher Nolan and those guys watched the animated series. Some of these, you know, having him all in black you know, helping out the cops, doing all this. Um, there just feels like there's just, you know, there's so many homages to what's come before. And then, you know, since what's come since, you know, some of the movies have given homages to some of these, you know, Bruce Tim stuff. Which Looking is in the great. past, we get to see a cop Bullock instead of Detective Bullock. Yep. Wonderful. Uh, and again, I love just the design of, you know, the uniforms, the, the, 
everything. The architecture, it, it feels so timeless, but also so specific. This, uh, this actually unlocks the uh, DC uh, animated movie jaunt, mm. which for those that are in the know, know that though DC may be struggling in their live action films, they were the kings, absolute kings of animated film yeah. features. Yeah. And, uh, I, I still think they might be sluggish now, but they have not been dethroned no, by no. anything I've seen recently. No, that, uh, the most recent one I saw was pretty good. Yeah, so yes. they're, they're, they're still killing it. Um, but yeah, young Batman using hammers, just a black mask. Very mm-hmm. cool. Um, but, and also just to, to you know get a sense of this character... Uh, again, this is a huge action sequence. This feels like a movie, and you may go, oh, well, what about this? But this is hand-drawn animation, so that's Every, another thing. Everything you are seeing was drawn. Yes, that's... Uh, with, that's uh, basically, what they would do is they would draw several um, panels, and that would flip through, and then they'd send it to uh, a Japanese animation studio where they would use computer graphics and more hand drawings to do transition pieces. Sure. Yep. yep. And that would that's how we get to this type of animation. Yeah. And it's so good. Yep, good old animation back in the day, 1993. And just imagine sitting there. It's a cold December day. You're sitting there watching this Batman. Come on, that's best Christmas gift ever. I love how this was the 90s and they have to go what's jujitsu? Yes. That made me laugh. That is good stuff. Sassy Alfred being Sassy Alfred. Yep. And again, um, going into the origin of Batman, let's talk the shop talk. Well, let's also talk about uh, Kevin Conroy's brilliant voice acting here. Yep. He's got to be younger. He, yep. he pulls off young. He pulls off uh, not quite the fake Bruce Wayne that he's putting on. Um, and definitely not the Batman, but he's somewhere right in the middle there. Yep. Like when he's normally talking, it's very bassy and bellowy. Yep. Gesundheit. <laughs> Love, um, hilarious. But uh, again, this was back in the day, and people, you know, getting all the the backstory, and and now she knows uh, some moves too, and this is just playing into that relationship that they're building, which I I really enjoy. I don't know how you get that much chemistry out of cartoons. Yep, exactly. But it's pulled off here in yep. a brilliant way. Yep. And you can just so see the Bruce Tim in the, you yes. know, and oh, it's Alfred, good old Alfred. Out to, oh, take that lemonade back. <laughs> Be a real bro. Thanks, man. I love this is. And I know that we, we said this before the other one. When we read comics, still, I do. I still hear some of these. Voices. It will never. It yeah. will never not be. This is the voice. Like this of is the voice is Alfred. This is, yeah. So yes, the every every character in there takes place of the voice. I have yet to. Yep. Uh, awesome transition here to the graveyard. Uh, a second ago, we just heard the great um, late Arlene Sorkin. She had a little voice cameo right mm-hmm. there. And now we're going to get into some of the um, plot here. And uh, this came after, but I also felt like um, the people who did uh, the resurrection of uh, Jason Todd mm-hmm. took from this with the red and the and the graves and the playfulness and the... You know what I mean? Like, yes, I kind of got I, that. I totally see that. Uh, just, again, just the the noir of all of this yep. is it's exactly. wonderful. Exactly. A lot of cartoons would show you their faces, but no, he's not going to show you till he uh, lights that match. Love mm-hmm. that. 
here it is. Uh, here's here's some cr- Christmas festivity for you. A little reef thrown on a grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now let's talk about Stacy Keach, the voice of Phantasm. Yes. I uh, love that. I do think it's fun that they got two different voice actors to do the mm-hmm. character to try and get you to, like you said. The get, little red herring there. Yep. yep. But this is very um, atmospheric. Look at the design of this character, man. Like... The Phantasm is so good. And, and and this is a kid's movie, and this person's going to hunt somebody down in a graveyard and, and murder them. Murder them, yes. So, um, <laughs> and that's what we grew up on, everybody. That's right. Uh, but again, I think the way that this is done, the classiness, this is the way that it should have well, been done. And we, you know, like, this and we is make a joke stuff. about, like, uh, there, she's murdering people, but truly it is a breakdown of all of the Batman character. Yes. What created him. Yes. What makes him different than this? Like it's it's actually breaking down what vigilantism is. Yes, you know? this is a very good Batman is the same side of the coin as this person story. Mm-hmm. Joker and Two Face and all the others are aspects, but this is like the literal. What would he be like if he didn't mm-hmm. have some of the guardrails that he has? Right, and and like, why is it a step too far? What is the difference? They're both using theatrics. They're both. Yep. trying to strike fear. Yep. But one of them is and they're both technically out for vengeance, not necessarily justice. Yes. And what is the difference? What holds it? This is a complete dissection of what that is. Exactly. And again, that's in a kids movie in 1993 with Batman. That's mm-hmm. huge. It's very um, huge. And uh, I love this. This is metal. This is dark, you know. Yeah, is this going to be some elaborate trap? Some No, it's just no, going to be a gonna... hole. You're in a hole, and I'm going to push this really heavy thing on top of you. And that's, you know, pretty We're going to call that simple. game. Pretty simple. It's also nice uh, to watch. Like, um, to me, like, Scorsese really doesn't like superhero films. But this, to me, is the marriage of a Scorsese yes. and superhero film. Yep. No, this definitely feels um, very uh, dark and gritty, very 90s, and very like, oh, yeah. Um, this kind of gives me the Spawn HBO show kind of vibes a little bit there especially some of the dark, but <clears throat> what we were talking about, these guys are in shadow. You can barely see them. And even right here, you mm-hmm. just hear and see them go, Oh man, you don't need to see it. You don't need to do anything like that. And I think that's a classy way. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about like, we're going to gush over this movie, but it yeah. was a flop sure. when it came out. And so what are the reasons for that? Well, there's lots of reasons that have been uh, brought up. One of the ones is that they never thought they were doing a movie for a while. Sure. Um, Warner Brothers came at them and were like, hey, we're going to go ahead and do this movie. Um, so they only had eight months to pull that off. Yeah, um, crazy. As Zach pointed out during our time travel piece, uh, yep. you're going against Jurassic Park, which is uh, uh, maybe an era-defining movie. Yep, and Schindler's List. Yep, uh, both. both huge, ridiculous movies. Um, yep. Um, animation, honestly, even to this day, mm-hmm. um, some people, uh, it's not as bad now. No, no, we have a, we have a pretty good following now, but before but, then, but, but, but 30 years ago, um, I think they kind of felt like this is before Pixar. Yes. And, and they had just released Batman 89 and the year before this was Batman returns. Yes. So I bet you that somebody in the studio said, just put a movie called Batman in the theaters and, and we will gonna, rake it in. Yes, it's And I think happen. that those people said, oh, it's an animated movie, no matter how good it is. Right. They just didn't go see it. Mm-hmm. And and as we call it a box office flop, it is important to point out that once this bad boy hit home video, 
it was no longer a flop. It made millions of dollars. This yeah. is not a like, oh, I, w- I didn't even know that a movie existed. It's, no, it's it, it just missed its audience by a little bit. Just by a little bit. They say that the promotion wasn't good enough because of the time strains. So sure, sure. There's yeah. a lot of reasons that it didn't. It kind of missed on the film base. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Sometimes you have a great movie and you put it out, and um, you know, you have a Jurassic Park or a Star Wars or something on the same weekend, and mm-hmm. you just have to deal with that. Another incredible scene that's kind of avoided in the animated series, where yes. he really is focusing on his um, uh, parents, and again, another callback we have here where he gets to talk to Andrea. Yep. She's back in town. And, uh, I, I do like the, they, so for me, I felt they both are at their most intimate, vulnerable moment. And this is also the time they run into each other. And I really like that in the storytelling. I really like that. Absolutely agree. Um, and again, yeah, it's rainy. It's dark. It's just the atmosphere in this movie is so good. Uh, yeah, this, this has also got a really great memed, uh, image of sad batman in the rain yeah <laughs> yes. batman right here is being a bit of a creeper uh he looks hey, he this ap- is the brooded hey he appears to be a creeper but i will defend that he is trying to there's he's detecting yes, okay he's his, yeah his he's, ex is back in town and he's, wanting, he's just trying to figure out what's why going is she on here yep <laughs> it's a little that's it's a, awesome it's a little creepy but that's fine that's fine and besides we know that and now we know that she's trying to find out information from him um, and buttering him up for her revenge plot, which is, uh, you know, which which I like. This That's another thing is that as a kid, when I saw this movie, I enjoyed it. But now as an adult, I will definitely get way more out of it. And on the reviewings for this podcast, I got to see what they kind of set up and kind of the more of it than just um, the fun from back in the day. Every time we go back into the past, we yes. are seeing basically the year one versus year two Batman. Yeah, yes. Um, this is a Bruce Wayne trying to figure out how he's going to take everything he's learned and actually apply it to real vigilantism. Yes, uh, there's a moment here coming up with the car, which I enjoyed. I thought that was a cool... Um, uh, this also is based on a, a, the World's Fair that actually happened in our real world. But also, if you're a Marvel fan, they also did this in Captain America. Um, there's always these big fairs. And there was a time in society where they did these fairs saying always. this is what the future was going to be like. And flying cars. and Look and at the back that. of many of comic books from 1950s. Yep. You'll yep. see a lot of this like projection of what it will be. And the art and design of this, Bruce Tim, the legend he is, yep. doesn't let any of that go and no. keeps it timeless by updating it and keeping it deep in the past. Yes. So it doesn't change your perspective as we watch it as we age, right? Yes. It was always like kind of old timey to me. Yes. And uh, the Fletcher love from the Fletcher Superman stuff. Yes. Like it's all, it's all there. Yes. Absolutely. Oh yeah, him looking at the car. Uh, so now oh, we that get looks a hint like the, the Batmobile. <laughs> That's great. Um, and I really, but I really do love the love story in this movie. Uh, towards the end of the film, there's going to be some real bangers when it comes to romance. And I, I need think you it's to understand that in, in Batman, there's a lot of love story. He's just like Sherlock and all those other kind of storytelling, um, and rarely does it work. Cause, cause most of the time you know that what's gonna happen. Like obviously, yep. Batman's not going to fall in love 
the few times that I can say that it's worked for me is in the early days of uh, Finger and yeah. Kane with Julie. Sure. Um, Andrea Beaumont and, of course, Selena Kyle. Those yes. are the three that I, I feel have worked. Vicky Vale has always kind of like slipped in and out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unscathed. Uh, Silver but... St. Cloud I like too. Ooh, Silver St. Cloud. I like, I think too. she's, yeah. she's one of the better ones of the comic. Uh, but but yes. Andrea Beaumont might be, be the, the Silver St. Yes, Cloud I, yes. of the animated yes, series if yes. you really put it together. Yes, exactly. That's kind of how I felt. But yes. th- this really felt like the, the true, um, lost love. Like Catwoman mm-hmm. is the love that he should be with where he is um but but like the lana lang the person that he needed to love from the beginning like, was this yes, yeah. yeah and that's a uh, this works and you know what doesn't work for me rachel dawes <laughs> i'd take andrea beaumont over rachel they, dawes yes any, yes any this, day the handling of this was yes i agree yes you're it's funny. so much better you're right yes andrea's not in there slapping him in the car no no acting like not, not getting yes yes getting recast and all the yes yeah. but um uh and then here we have the great abe vagoda if you're conan o'brien fans yes. if you're the uh. godfather fans uh, he's doing the voice acting of this um how wonderful here. is he too he's wonderful he's so if you if you're wondering who that voice is that's who that abe is vagoda yeah and this is also again why i would love to see um if this is basically in my head canyon uh, Scorsese doing Batman. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> sure. it's just, it's littered with mobs. Yep, yep. It's littered with um, turns and twists, and then the epic finale of it feels just yes. like Scorsese-esque. Um, I love this scene. I'm like, why does this old, this man just have all of his stuff on a table? Because we need Batman to kick yes. some butt. Well, and it's, it shows you Gotham's state, right? Yes, like yes. It's, it's literally muggers mugging a con artist. Yes, yes. Like, yes. <laughs> and Batman exactly. has to figure out which one he's going to. Yes. Bruce is just like, oh, injustice. I'm going to go. I'm going to go do this. And and mm-hmm. this is also to show his um, his obsession, his commitment mm-hmm. to the, you know, mm-hmm. to stopping crime. No matter what's going on around him. Boom, son. What's up? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, the impressiveness of which he takes out this dude on a motorcycle always. I'm like, dang. <laughs> uh, it also makes me hurt every time watching this because he just <laughs> takes one right to the... In yeah. real life, yeah. this guy would be... That would hurt so bad. He would be probably have to go to the hospital, but that's... It's okay. He he did special rib training exercises mm-hmm. in Tibet. That's my head cannon, so he's fine. But this is a great... Right Look here. at this. Boosh! That <laughs> is on. an awesome... Come on. Great act... Oh. That uh, is how you do action right there. That's, uh... That guy later saw, like, some news article or something about Bruce Wayne and went, is that the dude that punched me in the, the face? Guy? Yep. Oh. Oof. Oh. Oh, see, distracted by love. That's uh, right. And then landing on that metal... Oh, oh. That's just... But, uh... But I do really, again, really enjoy it because this goes into his obsession. Um, and you could also just tell that uh, he's he's going to keep those guys in his mind for next yes. time. And, like, and it's important to notice, like, he's still failing and he doesn't know why. He has the skills. Yes. Yep. Um, and again, in the way Kevin of Conroy. my mission. Uh, Kevin Conroy is so good because he plays Bruce Wayne in so, like... Annoying. He doesn't want to be Space Ghost. Which which I love, yes. Um, 
Yep, this is a scene. This is a hearkening back to uh, I Shall Become a Bat from the very first. We are back uh, into year one. Yep. And, and again, the struggle of like... Oh, just the voice. The voice is killing me. I can't... No, exactly. Yeah, so now he's going back to like his younger self. He's talking to Alfred. Um, and again, this is a kid's movie, but we are getting the Alfred and Batman talking about why they should or should not be doing this vigilante thing way before um, Batman Begins, where people yeah. were saying that was yeah. new and, you know, this was... And, and Alfred, Alfred wants him to lean into love. Yep. Which is one of my favorite aspects. So good. Love the... Uh, yeah, love oh, this scene. Pleading. This is one of my favorite scenes because of how all many times, time. of all time, how many times do you see Batman upset that he's happy? He's begging, he's begging this for them is... to let him go, because uh, he's a psycho, and that's great. Yeah, and I lo- and and like even the music and the way it's shot is like yeah. you could feel they're like it's just an albatross around his neck and that's just um right now Rom V is writing um a comic book in Detective Comics yes. where he's being kind of infected by Barbados which is a, a an all-consuming demon that pushes and drives him forward into the mission and this is that same feel like yes. he wants you may tell oh. the softness of his voice right there in that delivery all right right here maybe they sent me oh yeah like I was like, wow! Like that. <laughs> it's it's. There's nothing better. You will not find anything better in any Batman like, movie. Like that is good for some romance movies. Like so yeah. there are some romance movies where everyone's like, isn't that more romantic? And I'm like, not as much as when she's like, maybe they sent me. And yeah. you're like, wow, that's yep, there's uh, sad Batman. <laughs> sad Batman. Yep. But classic, sitting there with his gargoyles in the rain. Now he's gone. Um, but again, classic. This is just. Well, in a way, it's a bit heartbreaking there, because you yes. know where Bruce Wayne ends up. Yes, you do. Yes. Now we see that Abe Vigoda's old. Now we're back into the present day. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that they don't tell you, like, they don't tell you every time they change. They don't go now, nope. then, back, further. No, they, they, you have to pay attention, It is not spoon-feeding like. anything to you, and yes. there's nothing wasted again in this, in, in any of these scenes. Yes. And then, uh, yep, the gangsters figuring, you know, talking about what's going on. Um, why are they doing this? Um, we talked about it being kind of a flop in the box office, sure. but it's important to note a few of the things that it achieved in recognition. One of the things I, I really dug up when I was researching this um, is the great Michael Uslin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Uslin owns the rights to cinematic Batman. Yep. That's you it. actually cannot make a film yep. without his. Uh, green light. Yep. You can't put Batman in a film without Michael Uslin's uh, saying that's okay. Because he bought it like in the 80s and yes. when nobody wanted he it. He had watched Batman uh, 66 and he was so distraught and worried about the future of Batman that he went up and bought the rights when they were available. When no one wanted to touch him, he just went I'm going to buy it all. And he did and he's never let it go since. Never the first yep. movie that he greenlit was Batman 89. Yep. And, uh, and since he was, then, and if you look at the Batman that just came out, his yeah, name is still. That is correct. He is the only person. He still has it all, and I don't think he'll let it go ever. So nope. And in his, and I think even his kids are now part yeah, of it. They yes. said they're gonna. They're going so. to be carrying on the cinematic legacy of Batman for a very, very long yeah. time. So, so when people go, oh, are we worried about Batman in movies or television? I'm not. I'm not. No. 
Um, but he, this is what he said about this film. Okay, yeah. Mask of the Phantasm is possibly the best Batman movie ever made. It certainly has the best story. The movie will always stand up against time, and it's a testament to the quality of the show that Bruce Timm launched in 1992. I, I, I can kind of agree with that. I mean, That's the guy who greenlights Batman movies. Yep. I, yeah, and that's one of the things that, when, when, when you brought this up, I was excited to do this because I'm a fan of this um, show and this series and all that. But watching this again now and rewatching it, I was mm-hmm. just taken back by how much... I liked it even more than I remembered as a kid because I think some things have aged even better. I watch this movie once a year okay, and yes. I actually watch it on Valentine's Day oh, because okay. I consider Smart. it a love movie. Sure, it is and, very much. Yes. And uh, I, I think it's a great one and I found me an excellent partner who loves it just as much and we love it's watching a, it, this. It, this would be a great Valentine's, Valentine's movie or a great holiday movie. I think and, we're doing, yes. we're killing it. Yeah, th- killing th- two birds with one stone here. Yes, um, but it is... I this, love, yeah, like, and even do an awkward Bruce Wayne. Kevin right. Conn has to do awkward, <laughs> excited, lovable Bruce Wayne. But this is Bruce Wayne with no burden. He's yep. letting go. Yep. Until the omen comes, and then yep. we have... And then, we, of course, we know that uh, he can't be happy too long. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yep. And see, the bats show up right here. Love that. How well written is that? It's so... <laughs> and when people are like, Christopher Nolan did the Batman... You know, him sure, finding bats. Sure, he did, but, like... They already did that a long time ago. <laughs> this is yeah. already done. It's, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, now we're getting back into the, you know, so some of this, their relationship. This is also the brilliance of the people that were put behind the movie, okay? So, we have a new character here who's yes. going to be our antagonist. Um, but Batman's rogue gallery is so impressive. Like, oh, yeah. how are you going to leave anyone out, right? Yep. Um, in fact, this... For those that may not know, this was not supposed to be the movie. Um, the movie, if you actually, the very first scripts of the movie were actually uh, trials oh, okay. in the animated series. So it was going to be, he was going to be kind of holding, held in kangaroo court. Sure. And he was going to go against his entire rogue gallery. And okay. why is Batman, should he exist, I mean, that, right? Yes. Um, the problem was, was to the producers... They were like, that's a lot of Batman just kind of sitting around, not doing anything at all, just kind of getting berated. So they ended up turning that into an episode in the animated series, and they went with this story instead, Uh, with a whole new character. Um, But we later find out, like, we're not going to let, we're not going to leave all the rogues out. You've got to. Yes. Very smartly, if you ask me. I think this is very smart, too. You don't. You don't do this and just give us without and arguably the best performance is what we're is is what people are bringing out that's not to say that the oh god here it is yep. okay this scene here Love it. is my favorite scene of all like of batman and yep. it has to do with alfred's reaction yep. to the demon that comes from yep this is the score oh. And him Beautiful in dark reasons, yes. The turnaround, oh, so good. Oh, look at that! Look it's, at that! And the mute, oh, that was unbelievably badass when I when I was in third grade. Sure, and it is unbelievably Still. badass right now in twenty twenty three. Yep, yep, love that. Um, and uh, this is setting up something that we'll be getting into a little bit later. And that's the other thing is that 
Go even, ham. Even the scenes that are um, great and fun, everything is is connecting and tying into something there later. There is not a wasted scene. No. Yeah, there's nothing wasted. Uh, and going into what you were talking about, villains, I think if you're going to introduce a new villain mm-hmm. um, and make it try and make it as impactful as they did in this movie, I think it's wonderful to have them go up and have the Joker yes. be part of the story. And this is the best use of the Joker in any film, if you ask me. Um he is a agent of absolute chaos. Mob bosses are scared of him. Yes. Um, you could feel that Batman is the only person that can go to that level with uh-huh. Joker. And everyone else is under is like they're all playing. Yeah. And here we have Mark Hamill just enjoying his life. He's so good. Yeah, this is... Uh... Oh, so we, everything I can say about Kevin Conroy, I can literally mirror to for, Mark Hamill. Absolutely. And again, we had these mobsters that everybody's scared of, and he's got to go to Joker to try to get help. And and he's scared. <laughs> he's so scared of him. Uh, this is. Uh, it's important to note out that we don't have Harley Quinn in this movie. No, that we shows you where this movie is actually placed and yep. uh, and where Harley Quinn's influence is at the moment. Because yep. let me ask you if you can make a Joker movie right now without Harley Quinn. No. You cannot. No, it's, no It's way. over. That's, those days are dead. Yes. Um, you can make episodes. You can do comic books. But if you're going to do a feature film you gotta and you go out. Joker's in it, but Harley Quinn's not. Well, And it's funny because Arlene Sorkin does a cameo, but she's not Harley Quinn in this, which yes, is correct. hilarious. Because that's Paul Dini's friend. Yep. Uh, and again, so now tying back into earlier, this is the rundown World's Fair-like park that was in the playbacks. Now Joker's taken it over and made it his terrible little lair. Because there is no wasted scenes. Yeah. None in this film. Nope. I love that he made the robot... Um... <laughs> Mom, meatloaf! And again, bonkers. He's bonkers. He's just losing his mind. It's just crazy. Uh, yeah, he rips off a piece of her face here, like, keeps it. That's so weird and demented, but I love it. Because you can just tell that Joker's on a different level, Batman's on a different level. Yeah, these these guys are all dealing with the evolution. And again, this is something that they kind of talk about in Batman Begins, that yep. everyone really likes, is like the, uh, the increase of the new rogues. Yep. Oh, it's, and just, yeah, just listen to that voice um, acting for Mark Hamill. This is Luke Skywalker, everybody. So if you don't know, Luke Skywalker is doing the voice of Joker. Yes. And um, I remember not knowing that until I was older. So older. And I was so blown away because I was like, that's not Luke Skywalker. (laughs) But then now that I'm older, I can definitely hear it. And it's so good what he does. You ready for my hot take? Mark Hamill is more Joker than he is Luke Skywalker. I can no come I'm, at me. No, come no, at no, me. Hey. Uh, I mean, if uh, if when, when he it comes goes, to like acting and all yeah. that, I mean, he did do five years of, or actually like 10, 15 years of Joker. So oh god, yeah, because yeah, he's in all the Arkham games. Yep. Um, but like yep. for me, when he, and I hope, I honestly hope that I go before him. <laughs> but when if Mark Hamill passes, I will say the joker has gone sure yep. you know yep and that's even including the mandalorian scenes that he's now kind of reinvented sure. mark no he's Luke, he's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's he's fantastic 
Um, Artie, come on. Come Artie. on, Artie. Back up, buddy. Yeah. Oh, that was not for Artie. That was... She, for Batman? Yeah, uh, she... He's like, dang, all right. Yeah. That was a hell of a goodbye kiss. Not even scared. Look at that. And I like that they're not even doing pretenses. They're just talking like, yeah. you know. She did not... She didn't even care. She knew immediately that that was Bruce. Yeah, and his Batman voice is different than... Uh, so good. Oh, yeah. Creep. Yep. That's right. And just little things like that where, um, you know, how does he look? How is he acting? The mm-hmm. things that he could do. Such a freaking burn. That is a burn. Ooh, that's a burn. That's a, yeah, I was like, oh. But again, <laughs> the people who know us most can shove those daggers right. Yes. Right there. But look at look at look at how we, we were talking about earlier, where you're like, oh, it's so loving and so you know, and then they also get visceral with each other, and you feel it. Yep. The uh, chemistry here is ridiculous. Very much so. Very it's much. Cartoon. So. Yep. Uh now we're going to be getting into uh, yeah, just like look at this atmosphere, the atmosphere, the shadows. It's not just cartoon showing you the bright flashy lights. It's all mm-hmm. you know him breaking into the house here. Just um, uh, the phantasm, very cool. And uh, I definitely like. I will say that this costume I like more than the Reaper from the comic. I think this uh, is oh, the definitely yeah a million percent yes yeah. I like how. Calls oh. himself the angel of death. Uh, this back is in the so day, Joker. So Joker. <laughs> Listen to his voice, like when he starts cackling. Yep. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so good. it's so good. And he's met. <laughs> and he, and is again. This is this is a kids' cartoon, but it's messed up because he's literally going to try and kill the phantasm. But I love. Mm-hmm. That you know, this is a real this is a real Batman story. It's not not dumbed down for kids. This is a Batman story for anybody. Mm-hmm. Also, very year one moment. Oh. Um, trying to escape this just from works. The cops. Any movie, any co- TV show, Batmobile, uh, uh, the the Bat in the uh, in the moonlight always works. Always works. Uh, it's cool to look at the theatrics that Phantasm's using here to try to get away. Um. Just in general, the the concept of Gotham. Uh, yep. The thing I will give the Batman is that they have the red hues. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I like. Yes, that's and that felt the closest. Yes. Um, and now I like that. Yeah. Uh, and this villain fight, it's uh, pretty quick because they find out who they are, and I love that. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, hey, I do that. No, well, I, that's my move. Oh snap! I love this guy's trying to break into the unga <laughs> uh, <laughs> bunga. <laughs> that's, but again, even this, just this police captain is a great, you know. Mm-hmm. Excellent he, shot. He's he's uh, what is it? He's jumping off rooftops, isn't that? <laughs> well, this is a very year one aspect of him trying to get away from police. Yep. Um 
doing everything he can. Uh, also, they did it in Batman Begins. Yep. Um, but this is all from Frank Miller's Year One. Oh yeah. Uh, and again, guys, if you have not read um, Frank Miller's Year One with David Mazzucchelli, huge, huge on this. Um, you'll you'll catch a lot of movie influences from that story. Yes, and I and the other one I also say, even though it's not connected to the story, but I think since Batman Long Halloween's come out. So much has been taken from that. Even if the story's uh, different, but there's looks and things. Everything, and... yeah. I, I actually credit Long Halloween for the most influences of Batman movies. Yes. They're never the same story. No. But they they use all of the elements all the time. Yes. That was yes. all Jeff Lowe. Something is taken from that sale. all the time yes. for a Batman story. So, But yes, love this. Now we see Bullock, uh, good old Harvey Bullock. Mm-hmm. I did like that they tried in the Nolan movies to kind of do a Bullock character, yes. even though we didn't get a full bullet character i hope someday we do get more of the renee montoya yeah just in general i always there's a huge i guess void of like entertainment with um the cops of gotham city like i'll I'll bring up gotham as a show that i really wanted to be gcpd sure yep um it didn't end up being that um but i still think that there is a there's a world out there where if people want to make money Warner Brothers, or yeah. whoever's going to be the new daddy of Warner Brothers, um, if you want to just make an instant income, NYPD Blue with yeah. Gotham. Yep, it's all you got. Yep, Batman um, doesn't even have to be in it. He can be like just this just weird like yep. mythos. Yep, that and, like oh uh, Batman did something, but like if you get all the rogues doing nasty things and the Gotham trying to recover yep. all the chaos that is Batman and his rogues, so good. Fantastic. And there's enough mobsters in Gotham that. And if you really want to build it up, you start from year one and build into and end the season with like exactly yeah Batman in full blown. Yep, uh, love that he tricked them using his cowl. Yep. Uh, again, um, this is early in his career, or, or he's still trying to figure it out. So he's not perfect. He's not always gonna get away cleanly. Um, and then again, this is all just things that they add to that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is still early on in his and career. Unbelievable convenience. Yep. His friend comes, and yep. as a kid, you're like, that's interesting. But it's telling you a story. Yep. It's giving you clues. It's giving you clues about what's going on here. Uh, and now as an adult, I'm like, all those cops are like, we're going to f- look up that car and, <laughs> and uh, it's take red. all those people to jail. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, love the um, the jokes about his head. Uh, they do it in Batman Begins. Alfred and him just have such a great... Um, one of the best Alfreds. One of the best Alfreds, for sure. I think that potentially Bruce knows right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, uh, it's interesting to point out uh, the brilliance of the acting here because um, he is using Batman voice... Because he doesn't need to pretend to be Bruce Wayne right now. That's right. Yep. He's just being himself. Yep. And this is the real reveal in yes. my head. Yes, I agree. This was a cool, yes. Yeah. This was the thing that as a kid I remember going, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I love that because there's a couple twists in a kid's movie. A lot of times in kids' movies, like you said, even in today's world, they don't go that deep. But in mm-hmm. here, we're talking about money laundering. We're trying to uh, do red herrings. We're doing yes. twists. It's an absolute detective story. Uh, this is why a lot of people consider this movie to be so very much like the best Batman movie. 
Because it gives you all elements of the character. It gives you everything, yes. Absolutely everything. He's trying to detect what is going on. Yep. It's a, da- it's a damsel in dis- uh, distress, which turns out not to be. Turns out to be a femme fatale yep. in disguise, which is very noir, very, very Dick noir. Tracy. Yep. Um, and I mean, then... I uh, mean, like this right here, a guy begging for his life and to give <laughs> money, like that's... Ooh, that's uh, that's pretty brutal. He's Abe. Yeah. But uh, love the, uh, and this is what happens in comics and in life, you know, different choices, different things happen. Um, if they would have gotten married, there wouldn't have been a Batman, there wouldn't have been a phantasm, but then mm-hmm. maybe her her dad would be dead, he wouldn't be happy. It's it's There's it's, so many different things that happen in one scene. It's incredible. But this is, we are getting right now Andrea Beaumont's story of why she told bruce no why yeah because we all knew that the Mm -hmm. um too young wasn't i don't know why i didn't put this together but that is why the selena kyle worked as well because tom king ripped this story (laughs) from it just used selena kyle as the one that leaves him at the altar yep pretty much well and i was also going to say uh when we get to it but the ending of this film also feels very Batman Returns to me. Oh yeah, the very yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Mediterranean, very nice. So they had a nice yacht and were hanging out over there. Okay, that's the truth. Nope. You told me the criminals that blackmail are gonna want more money. Hmm. And now they're trying to set up that it's this, the father. Yes, this is a good red herring, and it, it worked for, for me a in kid, 93. As a kid, yeah. yes. Yes. But once you see this movie once, this never works again. Yeah, That's but the, and it never yeah. matters, though. No, it's, no, it doesn't. It's exactly. so good. Yes. I agree. But I, And and I kind of wish that we still had more of this, and I hope they do it in some of the Batman movies. Is like, I want to see him walk around with his costume, beaten up, right. like this, like, you know. Oh, another callback because no scene is wasted. He's Alfred like, yep. being a bro again. Yep, it's like cool, man. Uh, and now this is implied with what they what they did, mm-hmm. and now we're the next morning yeah. for the kids. Love that. Um, and now he's happy again. Alfred's always he's, like either bringing tea or dodging. <laughs> he's 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 great. He's he's great. Uh, a quiet one little moment of happiness for Bruce, which doesn't happen a lot in his life. Excellent, excellent writing. Yep. All right, quiet little happy moment, and now we're back into what's uh... <laughs> nice. Yeah, and Kevin and... Conroy, that happy voice he's doing now. That's well, again, like. More conflict. Shut up, Alfred. Yeah, he's like, oh. <laughs> can I have one moment? Jeez. Yeah, like, give me a minute, man. So fast. Yep, and we're gonna get to now. What you said earlier, I love that because this movie, when you're watching it, you feel like Bruce is constantly thinking. Yes. So even like right now, he's thinking about his relationship and everything, but you can tell that he's trying to put it all together, and then this reveal happens, yeah. and it feels very Batman. It's part of him. He knows something's missing, and he doesn't yes. understand the connection. And what a wonderful connection it is. 
It's like, okay, let's see. Wait a minute. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it's... That's so great. That laugh is so great. And now we know that the Joker is more than just tied into this as a Batman villain. He was part of the earlier crew. Uh, which, you know, some people have problems with talking about the Joker's origin at all. I think it's fine if you do little hints like they do here hints and in like other movies. Yep. Um, but, Again, yeah. more fear. Let's talk about how brilliant. This might be the best Joker of all time. Yes. Because you... you Mark Hamill just gets this, like, he's funny, he's fun, he's horrible, he's psychotic, he's a killer, he could change at a dime, like, he mm -hmm. gets that. Um, sometimes they go too dark or too silly or whatever, well, but he's we, always, like, I, at any minute. I'll compare it. Uh, Heath Ledger, um, his Joker's brilliant. Yes. One of, one of, if not the best, you know, arguably. But that's like a real-world Joker. It is, but and it's not very three-dimensional like the comic book character is you know yes yes um and that's not to fault no. anyone it's just that's joker is a difficult character that can take on many iterations yes um even even the jared leto one yep. has a place in joker's mythos yep but if we're going to talk all around yes overall yes he just kills it with all of it like you just feel the there's a part where you want to watch him. You fun, it's fun to watch him, but you hate watching him. But it's it's so good. It's there so, yeah. is there is a bit of Joker that plays like Bugs Bunny yes. in this iteration, and you can never see that with Heath Ledger's. Like yes. he's never, or any of the others actually right. that's come. It's not. Um, and Mark Hamill really gets Mark that. Hamill's fine with spraying acid into a person's face as well as. You know, accidentally Setting up crazy yeah, toy getting things. a pie yes. in the face. Yep. You know, yep. like, exactly. Oh. <laughs> Excellently drawn. That's so good. Yep. And even like like the phones are weird. There's you know, it's like an old school but new school phone. Like they just made it timeless and old school at the same that time. That was Bruce Tim's original direction and he's always wanted that. It's just it really does work cuz it doesn't feel um I don't watch this and go, "Oh, look at how old this feels." I just it just instantly it, puts me in that world. Right. It's a it's an absolute placement. And I, yep. th I think that's what we're missing in yes. superhero films in general is make them timeless. Yes. Stop trying to bring... Marvel's slightly different. Marvel tries yes, to they're... keep themselves in the real world. But DC really needs to go put, put us in somewhere where regardless of what time I watch this, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 50 years from now. Here, yeah, somewhere I want to go. It's going to be the same place. Yep. Yep. I never run into the tech on this. No. This is so horrifying. This is, yeah. It's so horrifying. He's sitting there laughing, just can't control himself because Joker messed with him. It's, yeah, and I thought this was pretty dark for uh, a kid's movie, uh, but I love it. I love it. And then they even get him calmed down, and then Batman shows up and gets him all riled. I love that. Like, it's real. It's real. And, uh, and again, this is, we talk about legends like Kevin Conroy. We talk about Mark Hamill. But this is Andrew, Andrea Romano helping all these uh, other voice actors bring out the same performance. Yes. Yes. And when they're doing it all together, uh -huh. um, that really helps with that, you too. Feed because, off of it. Yeah. It's yes. just, it's, you will never, you will never win an argument with me. I can't say, I'm not, I'm not so staunch to say it can't be done. Sure. I believe that good acting 
uh, voice acting can be done in a booth away from everyone else. Just yes. actors are that good. Yes. Yes. But will it just naturally be better when you're in the room reacting? I think so. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's all they did the entire time they did Batman animated series, and uh huh, and you feel it every you time. Feel it. Okay, this is this interrogation feels like an interrogation because they're they're reacting off of each other, not off of the screen. Yes, exactly. Excellent voice acting. It's so good. To the touch. But it, but also, like you said, really, like. We've seen the Joker toxins in comics and in animation, but like seeing this slow trying not to fight, like it's really messed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. sold them to the mob. Love that. <laughs> so twisted, man! It's, it's so good. And as Batman's look there, he's like, Ugh, just deal yeah. with it. Oh, that's uh it is important to point out like the little bit of the Easter eggs out there. Um in Gotham you'll see some signs there. Um there are uh corporations like um Batman one of the things Batman's looking at dummy corporations and he mm-hmm. sees uh O'Neill funding and oh, yeah, Adams yeah, yeah. Tool and Die. Yep, yep. For uh the great late Denny O'Neill yep, and Neil right. Adams. Yep. That's awesome. Which is a lot of uh, the era that the animated series pulls from sure. for inspiration. Yep. Uh, if you read those comics from the, the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, I didn't know um, that until I got into comics, and yeah. I'm like, oh, so they just took all the Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams stuff, a lot of those stories and, yeah. and then made it a bit their own. Even even as much as bringing in Denny O'Neill um, to uh, make cuts or directive yeah. influences and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, now here's the really cool, uh, you know, Batman and Joker really haven't had time to, um, you know, interact that much. And now here's the, oh, a drone. Honestly, it's, it's a, a drone. You know, yeah. Um, back then it's a little airplane, but now I could just go, it's a drone. It's a cool little drone. And still it, it's excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Joker joke. Right? So, yep. He's one of the best who could do that. Tell me, tell me another Joker that makes that joke. Maybe Nicholson. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. No, it's definitely not Joaquin Phoenix. Now the scene that gives us uh, basically everything we need, so we can yep. move on to the third act. Yep, and we can wrap this this Batman story on up. But and I thought this was very effective. You don't show anything; you just hear her scream. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very, very. Um, Cold. Very, and very comic booky too. Like let the let the viewer kind of create the yep. scene in their head. Yep. Brilliant. Um that scene is just as graphic as you make it. It's yes. not it's the Exactly. It's the what they call the contract of the viewer. Yeah. I love that he's making <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. He just like he's shown <laughs> he's <laughs> He's yeah. going to have sex with this robot. It's it's <laughs> he it's, like he's falling apart. Oh, he's gonna eat bologna <laughs> that he has in a. <laughs> he's he was gonna fuck that robot. <laughs> um, oh, and now here's the phantasm. But again, they really haven't met before, but they have because of the backstory. But now the two new villain or the new villain meets the old villain. It's 
very cool. I like this. But a lot. we are. This is the precipice of the breakdown of yes. who Batman is. Yes. Who Bruce Wayne is. Yep. Their his two conflicts are fighting each other, and he has to find the middle ground of both. Yep. Uh, yeah. Love that she's gonna try and take out the Joker. But I love the the even the movies like she's not gonna kill the Joker. That's right. he's in a different league. Yeah. But she's gonna try and I love that. She she's been killing mobsters and she's yes. not ready for the the absolute bonkersness of Joker. Yes. It's important to note that this is one of the few times that Joker actually seems uh physically opposing. Because yes. anytime he goes against Batman in the animated series, he is not. No. He's that's... a wild card, he's wacky, he'll do crazy things like throw boats and yes. planes at you, but oh, or now, turn uh... his lady love into a into a crazy mechanical, <laughs> yep. But but I but I love this because just this just her with a with a <laughs> egg beater, egg beater. It's amazing. Um, but the thing I love about that though is that it just shows that even it it shows that Batman and the Joker are a different level. When these yes. guys fight, if this was a Batman Joker story, yeah. it would be a different league than it, what yeah. this story is. Correct. And he just hit her in the head with baloney and is, uh, and peaced out. This is. That's what I'm talking about. It's Joker. It's literally Joker there. Yep. Uh, and I love, again, the design, all the broken down, rundown stuff that he's going to you know, use for uh, his uh, plans. Biggest fan. That's... Every time. Also, really great um, animation here. Uh, I like the physics going on. Yes, uh, there's some animation that I really love, where it where her face is being pulled and dragged, and you can yes. actually see that. And they didn't need to do that for a kids. Mm-hmm. That show. was and that all those those tweaks are what happens in the Japanese animation studio. Yeah, those are the things that even like Bruce Tim and Paul Dini will break down and go, "Look how great that is!" It's just yeah, like right there. Yeah, yeah, like I'm seeing it. Yeah, you can see some of it. It's starting to pull. Uh, and I love Batman's YOLO plan here. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got I, I got more places to get bikes. That's right. Rich. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, it's pulling. She's in pain. And now he's just like, I'm going to do my Batman thing. Which yes. is... And again, once Batman shows up, it just amps up everything, right? Yep. How's he going to stop it? Well, he's going to make it go boom. <laughs> he's going to get there before Andrea. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> I I hope that works. Yep. That definitely feels like Japanese animation yes, studio there, right uh-huh. there. That. Oh, yeah. All the technical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the snap is so and he's, good. Rats. Yep. <laughs> Just starts bolting. And he's he's like, I'm out. Now and Batman's going to give her the his yep. two cents. And, uh,. But now, you know, the, the wrap-up of the romance, why they can never be together. Um, oh, so good on the voice acting right here. Dana Delaney. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Double yep. burn. Oh. How do you like them apples, Bruce? Yep. Because he's trying to do the exact same thing she's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Just in a different way, like you said, the methods are different, but the uh, kind of what they're doing is the same. And now we go back into the basically what you're seeing here on an artistic level 
is Batman going to his heydays of of where he thought he would be in the future. Yes. And where he actually is. He yep. thought it was very bright and shiny and new and now it's all rusted and dark and he's got to deal with the Joker. Like you know, this isn't what he thought it would be. Nope. And a uh, little the Warner WB Brothers, there. I think that's This funny. is uh, an homage to the Dick Sprang era of comic books using giant, like, Batman and Joker as kaiju. Which is uh, hilarious. And I love, yeah, that's... He's wearing, that... <laughs> he's wearing uh, a helmet <laughs> of a building. It's so amazing. It, it works. It's so good. Mm-hmm. He turns it on. Um, and going back to Batman Returns, this feels like the ending where the the villain gets another villain and tells Batman to leave and she's got it, which yes. is kind of like the Catwoman. It's very much like the Catwoman, yes. Uh, it's almost like they took that and did better. Uh, the tooth loss and the yep. the consistency with that tooth loss is, for kids that don't understand animation, that's impressive. It is, yes. Watch any Ninja Turtles in the early days. Their, their freaking Teeth bandanas will move everywhere. Yep, and yep. The different, <laughs> like... Voice actors aren't saying the right things in the wrong spots. Yep. And this is, yeah. Oh. First time we catch some blood. Yep. Just the blood in general kind of messed with me when I was a kid. I was like, oh, snap. They yep. actually get a little bit of blood. Uh, but again, and like, this, but this Joker's having fun. This Joker is, yeah, is he, theatrical and just as over the top and kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wiring everything to blow. Very classic villain, you know, trope. Because uh, if you can't win, no one can win. Sort of a sort of a vibe, but um, but yeah, I love how this is starting to end up because he's got to take out the Joker. We got to wrap up the story. We're having a big, like you said, wrap up of his past and future, like a boss. That's awesome. And then just right back on. What up, Batman with a freaking like just trail of, like little scratch on his face and a little drip of blood. Yep. So metal. Very good. Such a good laugh. Joker doing Joker things. Love the uh, the different lights and the, him mm-hmm. going into the shadows. Like I said, that's just little details that you can uh, uh, forget. Mm-hmm. Look at that big uh, man there. His whole get up here is absolutely hilarious to me. <laughs> his helmet and jetpack. Uh, and... Yeah, this is a reference to uh, Thunderball, uh, James Bond, when he yes. has a jetpack, which I mm-hmm. I love. As a James Bond fanatic, I really enjoyed that. I get it out when I rewatched for this. This is Batman trying to control the chaos that is his life currently. Yep. Um, in the wake of his ideas of trying to find love. Yep. Um, I think that in a way, Batman actually wants to. He'd rather do this, fight Joker, yes. than have to deal with the consequence yes. of knowing that his lover is a murderer. Yes, um, he knows that once this is over, he's yes. going to have to deal with her. Yep, and I yes, and so uh, be it. whatever it yeah, yeah that's uh, and again. That's awesome that this Batman is so brutal, such a Batman. Um, you know, love that. Uh, and now we're going to be getting into our uh, wrap-up here, the ending of the film. Uh, we got the Joker, we got Batman. They're not going anywhere. We just heard that there's going to be rigged to blow. Mm-hmm. And now... Oh, who's going to come and help? 
Save the day. This is one of the most brilliant scenes ever. And it's very, very Batman. Yes. Um, very, very Joker. Everybody lands their um, lands their execution in this one, to including the giant laugh and, like, the f- explosions everywhere. Yep. Just ready to go. What? Meatloaf's done. Meatloaf's done. Right oh, there. Boom. boom. Um, yeah. Just yep. absolute chaos. The future is now dead. Yep. Uh, or what he thought his future along. was yes, going to be. What, you, yeah. what he thought the future would be if you're following just, just, along. Just like this um, big amusement park, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the explosion. Like, come on. This is. Right here. Right here. <laughs> That is so Joker. He loves it. He's like, cool. Let's do this. Let's. Yeah. And then she disappears. And again, I wish we had gotten more Phantasm over the years. Like, this is such a character that I really wish they had, you know, there should be two other movies that this make a trilogy of. a trilogy of? of, yeah. And that we never got the next two, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 weird because, like, part of me wants that badly. The other part of me has, there's this just this beauty in it being sure. so vague that we've created our timeline, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom King's br- bringing her up in Bat-Cat helped a little bit, give us a little closure. Yes. Uh, what I love about that is it, it created a permanence of her actually being in canon. Yes. Which I really wanted. Yes, I wanted that I just, for a very, very long time. Yes. Here, I love this, him sitting in the costume brooding. Uh, and this is a great Batman Alfred. Let's, yeah. Again, everyone just landing on their character where they need to be. Yeah. And this is the, um, what was this movie about? What, you know, this was the... the 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 moral of the story here. Well, when people ask, like, why don't you kill? Why don't you kill? Yep. Andrea is your reason why you don't kill. Yep. And uh, he has to live with this. And again, Ugh. this is so romantic. It's like, so good. Like, come on. And he goes, look, so he sees something in the uh, cave and he runs to it. What is it? It's going to be the engagement ring showing that she's still alive. Or the engagement, uh, yeah, the locket, yeah, locket. Um, that that she's still alive, the Joker's still alive, and that there's still mystery in Batman days ahead. The but, somber music, but somber, bittersweet, which is kind of like what uh, the holidays are good at the mm-hmm. the happiness, but the bittersweet. And now we're gonna get the little ending spot here. Love this Jughead coming out of yep, nowhere. Yep, yep. <laughs> Out on a... I like Jughead thinking he's got a chance. Yep, out in the middle of the ocean. So very good, yeah. Very somber. Yep. Very, uh... I am. So wonderful. That's a beautiful writing there. Two beings being wonderfully alone. And in a way, you could argue that... Maybe Batman reached her, because yep. Joker definitely doesn't die there. And... Nope, nope. And uh, she's now going to do something with life. Mm-hmm. But now we get the Batman has to put away his... Uh, the mission never ends. The mission never ends. The music, come on. The oh. So this is the only part that juxtaposes like crazy, because the score is so good. And then they have to do the 90s like yep. weird like soft yep. music yep. afterwards. Yep. 
That's what I thought too. You're yep. hearing this, but this this is a a, a demerit of the times, not sure. the choice. Yes, because it goes automatically into this just the terrible friggin'. There's that Michael Uslin. Yep, right <laughs> there, and featuring the voice talents of so many great people, um, Kevin Conroy. It's Thank this you. is a, yeah, this was this was a great great time, everybody. Um, well, we hope you've enjoyed your holiday edition. This is yes. uh, we wanted to do something a little different. We were trying to figure out a comic movie that had those um, holiday. And we're gonna fall try vibes. to do that. We're gonna try to hold on to holiday yes. episodes, the movies, yes. uh, theme movies to to kind of celebrate so you can watch a. Yeah, and I think this Christmas is a perfect one. If you've yes. never seen this, I hope you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. If you have seen it, I hope you really enjoyed sitting down and uh, just rewatching it. Yeah, it's yeah, so good. Yep. Another thing to uh, to put out is that this is our final one of the year. Yes, like, it is. Uh, yep. we, we've started a journey, man, and our 2023 season of that journey is over. Yep, we're going to start uh, 2024. Uh, we have a lot of stuff a lot planned. Of, a lot of stuff coming on. We're going to try to add more content. We're going to try to be more physical and engaging. Uh, we're um, going to have more uh, videos. We're going to have uh, more website stuff. So it's 2024 just, is going to be a big year. It's very exciting. I can't wait to start it off, but it's not bad, especially moving into the new year to time to take a look at what we have accomplished. Yep. And uh, it's just something that Zach and I have been talking about for a very long time, Yep. Uh, sitting down and watching movies. And here we are at the end of our first four-way yep. four into it. And, and, uh, and we're going to continue on. We're going to continue to get better and better each episode we continue on and there are so many more uh, comic book movies to come mm-hmm. well the weather's starting to snow outside so i should probably uh get in yes. the car my let's, man let's, let's run get back to home. run to our cars <laughs> get into our uh uh our jammies and go to bed all so. right for all everybody right. else happy holidays happy, happy New holidays year, and we will catch you guys next year 2024 next year have a good one everybody see ya